you know, we can't buy every call we get. We got plenty of customers. I want to continue to grow. I got to keep providing opportunity for my guys. That's my responsibility is make sure these guys can see a future, see growth and all that. And that's, that's my focus. So brand equity and all that, I mean, we're good there. It's just, uh, I just got to keep growing my business and, and I, I'm too stupid to worry about whether the market's taking a shit or not. I'll, I'll go with Chad and just, I don't participate. <laughs> this is to the point, a rhino experience voted one of the top home services, marketing and operations podcasts, cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hey, what's up, listeners? It's your boy, Chris. <laughs> Shit. Hey, if you can't already tell, this episode is going to be one to remember for many, many reasons. Number one, we're actually doing it in a, a different studio, uh, not in the main studio, because there's quite a few people in this room, if you can't tell, if you can hear them yell. Hey. <laughs> Very well done, boys. Very well done. We're going to have a great podcast today. I've got a friend of mine who really was uncomfortable coming onto this podcast because, you know, he just just doesn't think he was worthy being on this podcast. And and I called him Mr. Glass Half Empty. Uh, and when you get to know this guy and you hear his story and you understand his business, you'll see that he's 100%. He's 100% perfect for this podcast to share some things because this guy's done some things. He's done some things. And his name is Brad Bacon. 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 Where's the bacon? I smell bacon. 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 Gotta be bacon. Only one thing smells like bacon. That's bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. There. From that bag. What's it say? I can't read. Please, please. Give me what's in the bag. Chewy, yummy, smoky bacon. There you go. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. No, 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 no. It's bacon. Everyone loves bacon. Hey, everyone loves bacon. Mr. Brad Bacon out of Rockwall, Texas. Hey, be rad. Uh, Welcome, buddy. Yes. Are you excited? Uh, not really. I'm so excited. No, 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 no. We have, we actually have in front of us uh, a few beers. Um, uh, Mr. Bacon has a, uh, you know, a, a glass of Blanton's in front of him. And and I've got my uh, my co-hosts in here, my buddies. It's a room full of my dudes. It's great. Got Chad Peterman and Aaron Gaynor both sitting at me, looking at me, gazing into my eyes, falling in love over and over again. <laughs> And you know what? We figure everybody's in town for the different meetings that are here, the super meeting and the SWE. And I thought, you know what? Let's just bring everybody in and do one big show. And uh, and Brad brought his posse with him. So the bacon guys are here. One more time, guys. Let me hear you. Yeah. With a little more excitement. Let's go. Hey, there we go. So we're going to have a great episode. But I'm excited to share your story, man. And I've gotten to know it a little bit more. And you're like, you have a lot of interesting things that you're, that you're in and that you do. So before I do that, before I get into any of that, Chad and Aaron, here's our goal today with Brad. And that is to get Brad to use more than three words in a sentence, okay? <laughs> to get him, we got to ask some good open-ended questions to get him talking. And when he stops, we ask another open-ended question until we get what we want out of Brad Bacon. Deal? Deal. Deal. All right. All right. And, and Chad's got to remember to talk into the microphone. I'll work on it. I know you just want to look at me, yep. but talking to the microphone. So, hey, we have the pride of South Garland High School, the Colonels. Oh, not the Colonels anymore. Now it's the Titans because you can't say Colonels. That's right. So, whatever that's about to the Titans. And by the way, next to you, the next most popular guy to come out of your high school is Carl Williams, man. You play for the Arizona Cardinals out here. That's awesome. Uh, did you know you guys were in school at the same time? Do you even know? No, I was only there for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got. <laughs> <laughs> I left strange. in 10th grade. Yeah, we're good. Oh, well, uh, okay. Never mind then. Well, <laughs> Carl Williams, sorry, buddy. He doesn't know who you are, so you ain't that popular. Honestly, I don't remember who the hell he is, but it was like early 2000s he played in the NFL. But, but did you go to big high school? Uh, it, was, it was a big high school. Okay. Um, and you um, only went for two years? Two years. Most time I was out across the street smoking cigarettes. Oh, got it. You were that guy. Yeah, gotcha. All right, cool. Did you have a skateboard too? I did. Did you? Hell yeah. I can ollie. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Called it. Right. I knew it. I knew it. You can. I can Cheers. ollie. <laughs> Show. Prove it. Get a skateboard. Kid flip, man. Prove it. So, hmm. 
Ah, Thursday, Thursday. Is today Thursday? Okay, yeah, this Thursday. Um, let's go ahead and jump into just a little bit of this. What I want you to do is just let our listeners know, uh, this guy flies under the radar, right? Because remember until you guys had met Brad, we are like, what the, the guy flies under the radar. He's got this, you know, dice-sized business down in the DF dub. And uh, we're going to find out about it. So um, you didn't accidentally build this nice-sized company. So we're going to talk through it a little bit. Okay. And, um, but I think what I'd like to do first is with all the listeners is just to, um, I always like to let everybody know how, like how you got in the trades in the first place, but maybe just give us a little bit of, of the come up, you know, and how you even got into the trades and then ultimately into where bacon is today. So just tell us a little bit of the story. So, uh, in the microphone, gotcha. Started out plumbing. Uh, the way I got in it to be straight up is, uh, got my, my girl, my wife, uh, I met her in high school, got her knocked up at, uh, 17. <laughs> Lori? So, yeah. Shout had, out to Lori. Had to get a job. First job I got was plumbing. That's how I got in the trades. So you became a plumber? Yes, sir. Not by choice, just by circumstance. circumstance. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. And you just said, man, I really love I really love plumbing. No, I really hate plumbing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love making money at plumbing. I just don't like the act of plumbing. Got it. So it was more the uh, entrepreneur piece of it than the actual service itself. Sure, I guess. Yeah. You don't like s- snaking drains and... No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that? Does no. Aaron, does that hurt your feelings? <laughs> no, I understand. I kind of <laughs> fell into the trades of plumbing myself right, uh, right out of high school. So I can, uh, I can relate to. <laughs> okay. So you got it. You started into plumbing. We now, now we know you don't like it, but you like making money from it. That's not it. So we got to keep going down this path. So when, when was that, by the way, like, give me a time frame. Uh, that was probably uh, somewhere around 90, 92. Okay. Yeah. So then what? And so got in plumbing, basically residential new construction, started doing roughs, top outs, trims. Uh, then, then I had, uh, I got really good with communicating with my builders, you know, and uh, even though it wasn't my job, I kept them informed on where I was. They could call it for inspection whatnot. Uh, then, then uh, my boss just decided to, you know, they came to me and said, Hey, you want to be a manager? And I was like, well, what does it pay? And <laughs> And then, so I just took that position, and then from there, I just kind of learned the business. What was the name of the company? Can you share? Uh, I mean, I guess LNS Mechanical. Okay, it don't matter. I just was curious to know yeah. if I if I knew who it was. Largest plumbing company in the state of Texas. Still, probably yes, sir. Okay, I assume. I don't know. I don't care about them anymore. So <laughs> I couldn't tell you. They're up there. That name's not near as cool as Bacon. Just Bacon's so way it's better. clear. Just so it's clear. Yeah, Bacon is way cooler, <laughs> and everyone yeah. loves Bacon. Yeah. So, okay, so you work for LNS. Um, when do you like set off on your on your own and start to do your own thing? Uh, I so I dipped out a few times there, just trying to. I had a few people say, "Hey, you know, you got great relationships with these builders. Why don't you come help me?" So I went and helped a few guys start businesses. Ultimately, I just built them up. They failed, and so uh, ended up going back to LNS a few times, and then uh, just. Just finally ended up getting away from there. The market started to take a crap and back in 09. 08, 09. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. And then uh, just the only other option was to try it myself. So and I, I got a little more mature. You know, I don't think I was ready before. But I got a little more mature, which is not saying much because I was still pretty immature. But uh, just had enough balls to go out there and start, a, start my own business. Yeah. So, so you just said – I'm gonna let it rip. I'm gonna let it rip. <laughs> let it rip, tater chip. So, what year was that that you did that? Uh, that was in 2000. So, roughly the end of 2010, early 2011. Got it. So, it started off with just you going out and doing the things. Was Lori helping? Uh, no, with anything? Lori was telling me to get another job. So we had, <laughs> we had three kids and a house we couldn't afford and all that jazz. So. Uh, she was just telling me go get another job. I knew that I couldn't afford it with you know with what they were going to pay me and the way I was living. I knew I couldn't afford it, so I ended up just uh, taking a chance and starting my own business. So, so uh, sitting here today, you're grateful you took that chance. Oh yeah, should for be. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Grateful uh, it worked out. The chance was easy. It was uh, just grateful it worked out. Yeah. So I know, um, like you always joke and kind of say, uh, you know, like that you. You know, you you don't know. You're just 
I don't even know how I built this thing. Like, I don't know. You clearly have some skill because you've built a great business. So I, I want to get into some of those things to understand what it is that you did to keep building this thing. So you're not just a plumber. Um, so you, we, 2010, 2011, you're doing your own thing. Um, take me through like that phase. Like when did you start adding like the other services like, or how, or how was it just building the plumbing business first? And I mean, you're just, when, when you bring on your first employee, like that's always a crazy feeling when you have your first like responsible, like person you're responsible for, like walk me through that piece of it. And then for our listeners that are listening right now, when I get to the end of this and, and I ask him to share, you know, what his company looks like today and what size business, you'll see why I'm asking these questions. I really want to walk through this with them. So, so when did you start adding people and like feeling like, Oh my God, I got like a real business going. Well, so I added, I added one person immediately because I clearly don't like the act of plumbing. So <laughs> I needed a guy to do the plumbing. I was going to do the selling. Right. So I talked, I talked a lot and he did the work. So, um, that, which that guy works for me today. Still, he's a great guy. Uh, and then so so basically from there, just started one truck out of my garage, and then I, I was on a tangent, man. I, anything I could get work-wise, I would take. So had a lot of relationships with builders. So in the market, a lot of those res, RNC guys went to commercial. So I ended up with a lot of commercial accounts, went that direction, got into med gas, started doing a lot of dental offices, and then uh, just just out of, you know, that just led me into a commercial business. Uh, my kids were coming out of school, got them in the trade. Uh, they started helping me with that and then had a bunch of their friends come out of school, helping me with that. Those guys have been, you know, been with me from day one. So uh, they're still with me. So not, it's not the best business, but I took it and created it as its own entity. And uh, just because I have such great guys there and great builders that, that pay. That, so we just put that over here and I wanted to get into home services because I, I got tired of kind of you know, doing the chase and check game. I mean, it wasn't necessarily chasing checks. I had good builders, but, you know, the cash flow deal was an issue for me. Right, because you're having to wait. Yeah, just yep. waiting. So sometimes, you know, 45, 90 days, and you know, I'm over here just a broke-ass <laughs> kid trying to figure it out. Floating it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when do you when do you add the next service, assuming the next services was HVAC? No. Or was it electric? Uh, well, okay, so jumping into the services. So so kind of just real quick, went from uh, commercial new construction, separated that out, that those group of guys out. Short period, got into home warranty, realized that was just, you know, ticket to hell. Uh, from there, <laughs> went into uh, just, you know, straight, you know, uh, retail and uh, what I call retail customers, you yeah. know, uh, and doing home services. And then uh, that, I seen the light then. And then when I figured, you know, when I could see that, you know, I can make a living here, I can get paid same day. There was a lot of things clicking with me. Uh, I just doubled down and went all into that, into that, and that's when I joined NextStar. But once I had, once I joined NextStar and started seeing all these big cats over there doing, you know, twenty million and up, HVAC, electric, you know, I decided to start HVAC. So you just said. Yeah, I see these other guys doing it. I'm just going to let it, I'm going to let it rip again. <laughs> that, that's honestly the only reason. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When did you join Nextstar? What year was that? 18. So what size business were you then? Uh, so in the, so back then in the uh, commercial side, we were doing about six, seven million. And uh, services, I mean, we were very small. When I started Nextstar, I was doing 1.3 million in 18 in services. Okay. Home services. Okay. So, so, so where does bacon sit today? Uh, so definitely not, you know, pacing to hit our budget, which was 36 <laughs> million, but, uh, we're, we'll finish the year right at 30. Great. So, so fair to say he's accomplished a couple of things, boys. Uh, yeah. And I was sitting here talking to him. He's like, oh, not as big as you guys. 30 million. I'm like, 30 million? Come on, man. 30 <laughs> million is legit. This is, this is great and a hell of an accomplishment. Little parallel stories, it sounds like here for both of us yeah. coming through the trade. So. Awesome work, man. Congrats. Thank you. Appreciate that. So you have, uh, you've got, sounds like you guys have a pretty solid culture of bacon too. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, and you got some guys have been with you since the jump. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool, right? You got to oh, take yeah. them with you. So, um, and for them to be still, you know, to still be with you and your thing says a lot about, you know, just about how the, you know, the, 
what how they feel about you, the business, whatever. Like, there's a lot of loyalty there too. Yeah. Do you got? Do you have a uh, when you recruit? Like, do you do, do these guys go out and say tell their story? Like, hey, I've been with them since the beginning. It's good. Like, because that's got to be great for recruiting to have those types of guys telling the story. Yeah, but I mean, we kind of have a reputation out there, people. I mean, not that I know everybody out there, but. Uh, we do have a reputation for uh, – I, I have a reputation, don't know why, but just guys are like, he's a good dude. He'll take care of you. He's one of us. I mean, I get that a lot. I'm not I'm not a business guy. I'm a, I'm a guy that – I'm a plumber that is uh, doing everything I can to figure out how to be a business guy. So so for the plumber who's figuring out how to be a business guy, who got this business to $30 million, <laughs> uh I mean, I got to understand because there's, you realize there's some gaps in that story for me, right? Okay. So I'm trying to figure out and boys jumping on anything that you want to ask, but is it, you put the right people in place? Like you kept uh, doing sales? Like, yeah. So the first, the first thing I had to do was, uh, you know, I, again, I had a 10th grade education, dropped out, got a GD cause I'd have a GD, get a license. So did that. Uh, never thought I needed school until I started a business. Then I was like, well, here we go. This is when the retard is way deep, <laughs> knee deep in alligators, and I got to figure this shit out. So <laughs> I, I, I had to find somebody to teach me, and I didn't know anybody. I didn't know these guys, right? right. I, don't, I didn't know them. And so I joined Nextar and just dove in, man. I, I had to educate myself. I had to have it. So I learned the business through Nextar, and then I started putting people in place. Got it. So speaking of Nextar, we just – we're all at the super meeting and, uh, you know, we had a good time and, and you and I met now a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, yeah. <clears throat> you came to Rhino X, which almost better. Rhino X. Hell yeah, it was, you couldn't say anything other than that. But what's cool about Rhino X is like, it's perfect for guys just like you because it puts you in situations to create the relationships with everybody, which seems to be what you've leaned on quite a bit is like just trying to find, you know, the guys to be able to ask the questions to talk to, to learn the things, to scale the business. So that's the, the gaps I was filling is how did you do that? So next star has been that for you. Like what was your biggest takeaway from this particular super meeting that you know, we just came off of? Uh, there's, there's a lot, but, but for me, uh, the, the micro thing was big. So he was a keynote speaker there. Uh, really, really big about trying to bring, you know, people into the trades. That's important. Uh, you know, talking about how college, you know, a lot of people are pushing, you know, younger people towards college. They're broke. Uh, they'll never pay those debts off. And uh, the trades is the trades is a great place for people that may not have the money to go get educated or, or whatnot, guys like me, uh, to be able to come in there. And if you're willing to, you know, work and figure it out you can you can be successful so that what i took away from that it's going to sound really stupid but he they had you know you've heard the term the work smarter not harder harder so uh i came up with my own term uh not smarter work harder <laughs> so that that's trademark yeah <laughs> that's that's my takeaway that that's what i want for all my guys i mean there a lot of these guys lies plumbers electricians electricians tend to be a little more smarter than plumbers uh, you know uh hey H man i take offense to that yeah. <laughs> hvac guys you know they're a little different but uh they're all good people i think the big deal is is uh is just knowing that guys that that don't have the education or didn't you know whatever they were just a screwed up kid like me and and college wasn't in the cards i think that's uh that's a big miss is uh is the trades they take you know they're taking it out of schools uh it's just you know they're they're not trying to they're not they're trying to create debt not trying to you know get people out of debt and i think that's a big miss so totally agree um so you don't for everybody listening, we talk, we're talking about the plumbing, the heating and cooling, the electrical side of it. But he also does more than that. Like, you just keep going. You're like the Energizer Bunny. Remember that? Energizer Bunny? Oh, <clears throat> hey, by the way, did you guys remember that bacon commercial? You know what? You were fucking young then. Gainer, you would remember. Do you remember that bacon commercial? From 40, it was like dog like treats. same age. I'm 45. I know, but Chad's a young Chad. buck. Oh, yeah, Chad's young. Did you remember <laughs> that? You certainly heard that before. Probably not. What 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 is it? Yeah. The bacon, the commercial I played right at the beginning. Oh, I've never heard that. 
in it your life. Cool. It's begging strips. Anybody else heard of that? That's their dog treats. Yeah, I wasn't watching TV. I was out on the streets. <laughs> Fair enough. Up to no good. Fair enough. <laughs> so you're also into the roofing and garage door space. There we go. <laughs> With your company. It's called Riker. Um, now, we're, I know we were, we were talking about this last night. We're newer. We're newer into it, right? New, new, yeah. And still, like, just kind of feeling these things out. But I got to ask. Like, are you a glutton for punishment, man? Are you just trying to add more stuff? It was Absolutely. like, is it the shiny object that got you? I'm a, my, my own worst enemy. I mean, dude, when you take a guy with a 10th grade education and you show him how to make money, it's all over from there. You know what I mean? <laughs> just I plug in the new <laughs> vehicle. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't lost yet, so I keep trying. Yeah. Is that how you guys did it? Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> We started plumbing. Uh, we had no idea what we were doing and just started it. So I, I relate a lot to that. And I think that's what separates a lot of these companies from staying small or getting bigger like you have is that you're not afraid to try stuff. Like you've, so many people are stuck in their ways and they're like, they won't, even Nexstar, they won't adopt the things that, you know, I talked with so many people last night. I'm like, just do what they say. Don't do it your way. Just do it what they say. And you'll see the results. And so I commend you for that. One of the questions I had related to roofing and garage doors, what, what, were, what did you see as some of the parallels between plumbing, heating, and electrical, and then the garage door roofing type space where you thought that you could really leverage those and be successful? Uh, I don't know that there's a parallel. It was really just the uh, customer base, just trying to maximize the opportunity with the customer. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you could own the home, the whole home, why not? So that that's really the approach. I mean, right or wrong, that's that was the way I was. So are you cross marketing? Yeah. How are you doing that with two different company names? We just we tell them that we tell them it's a sister company. We we're upfront about it. So if you were, that's really great. That's really great to hear. Yeah, because you could cross sell your memberships, and you got like immediate marketing, like right there. Yeah, I mean, we're killing it in garage doors with that right there. So you just hung around Tommy and I know I just met Tommy last night, but I, I, oh. I mean, look at that. Look what that guy did. I mean, that's, that's great. So you just I, met Tommy last night. You didn't met, meet him at Rhino X. No. Well, I was shy at Rhino X. So, <laughs> yeah. And if, if I get invited to the next one, can you not have me stand up and introduce myself? A hundred percent. having you stand up and introduce yourself. <laughs> Especially now because you said no. My job is to push you outside of your comfort zone. Well, you're doing it. Yeah. See, and you're doing you're doing a great a great job. So I'm gonna go down another path because he can't help himself. And um he, you know, you also are in the meat game and no, not that meat game, fellas. Mm -hmm. The cattle, you know, meat game. Like how did you get into it? It is a range hand meat company, right? That's a badass range hand meat company. So you're in the meat game and that I hear is pretty good business. It's great. So how does that go down? Just cause you're in Texas and you felt like you had to have a ranch and cattle and like, how'd that go down? So, Well, kind of, I mean, you know, we got, I got a little bit of money, bought some land, bought some cattle for the tax write-offs, all that. So you know, well, if I got cattle, I might as well eat them. I eat beef all day. You know, I didn't get these love handles not eating. So, you know, I was like, well, I can eat my own fucking beef. And so that's what I, where it started there. And then I was like, you know, every time we had a customer spend a certain amount of money, we sent them a gift, right? We sent them, you know, chocolate, cookies, chocolates, whatever. I was like, well, hey, I could promote my meat company and just ship them a, you know, steak dinner. Or whatever. And then this guy's an entrepreneur. For sure, right? <laughs> so that's what I did. And then from there, just like anything else, you see opportunities here and there. And then so we started shipping beef to Chicago. We, we were in all like tons of restaurants out there, you know, in the Dallas area. It just it just got out of control. You know where you've not shipped beef to? To, to uh, Arizona. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, let's see if it gets here. You know, if it's thawed, I'm sorry, but. SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. 
lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem, live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Yeah, you can get frozen. They can get frozen meeting here on time. Well, we send a lot to Figure Chicago. It out. It's, in a, it's in a reefer truck. So, <laughs> you know, to mail it here, I got to take it and put it in a cooler. And I'm just giving you a hard time. That's good stuff. But I, I see love, everybody posting about it. So I would awesome. love to see you eating my meat. That would be great. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> God. Uh, that was a perfect. Wow. <laughs> You've been waiting for that. Did you have that one locked and Dude, loaded? Yeah. Son of a bitch. That was a good one. So I think it's safe to say, like you're hearing saying, you got the entrepreneurial itch. I don't even want to ask what's next. But so you're in the heating and air conditioning business, the plumbing business, the electrical business, the roofing business, the garage door business, and you're in the meat market. Yeah. <laughs> you got you're into the meat game. And I build houses on the side. Too. And you build houses on the side. That's side hustle. So, that's your that's the side that's, hustle. That's my side. The home hustle. building is the side yeah. hustle. Got it. Well, listen, like it's it's interesting that you're doing so many things because there's a lot of people tell you to not do all other things until you've mastered one. Yeah, they tell me that. And uh you just keep letting it rip. Learning shit every day, man. But you don't regret starting all the different services did you like find the person and that person came in and started the on the, vertical on the yeah the meat company deal I, I did find a really good guy that had a background in it so actually i i bought into that and then i had there was four partners they were not all great and so ended up getting rid of they gave me majority ownership or i took majority on bought majority ownership and then uh just had some bad partners restructured it and then kept the guy that knew what he was doing and from there we were off of the races what's your main role right now like what's your main responsibility for in general just in general just keeping all this shit together keeping everybody moving make sure they're doing the right things looking at the p&ls make sure we're pricing ourselves right making making money that's what i look for because if i can't make it i can't keep doing new shit <laughs> so you have some key gotta have some key positions in there what are those key positions that you're like are your go-to's that you rely heavily on <clears throat> So, I mean, I do have a, uh, I'm in the process of trying to, you know, get a CFO. I, I, I definitely need that. I got a really solid controller, but I think at this point it's time to get a CFO. Uh, I've got really good operations team. I mean, hands down for the plumbing, HVAC, and electric, they kick ass. Uh, the the meat side, the, the operator for that kicks ass. The Riker, Adam at Riker, that, that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. Uh I mean, it's just, it, they are all great people, and they help me. None of this shit would happen if I didn't have those people. So. That's great. What did you guys bring on a CFO? Well, Mike was your, yeah. Yeah, Mike Mike came on early for us. And he was one you sold. You were like I a million, and you I said like you were going to be a hundred million, million or something. hundred million one day, and he looked at me, and he's like, this guy must, it's kind of crazy, and I think I like it. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go ahead and leave Victoria's Secrets now. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Now we got very fortunate to bring Mike on, but I would I would say bringing on a solid CFO yeah. that has strategic thinking would be key at where you are right now. Oh, I'm yeah. assuming you have this all rolled up under some some type of uh, holding company or something right now. Yeah, all the brands. But so yes. getting a CFO for that. But I let a chat probably chat chat smarter. <laughs> yeah, I think you're thinking the right things. I mean, I think where you're at now, um, you're going to need someone to be strategic as you move forward because you're going to be. You know, your payroll is going to increase, all of these things. We were talking about this at lunch today. Like, just being able to, while it's bigger and bigger numbers seem better, which they are, you also have to manage it better. And having that professional who can, we have a really awesome CFO that, you know, that just let him do that piece. And then, you know, you make those decisions and make sure we're in the right place and we're leveraged right and all of those things so that we can focus on the, Continuing to grow, the new ideas, all of that wow. stuff. So, yeah, I think you're thinking definitely the right right timing, I think, is, is really good. I, we added ours later on in the process, which I would have done it at, at that point for sure. So um, back to bacon. <laughs> back to bacon. You're in uh, a very a incredibly difficult market in Dallas-Fort Worth. You cover the whole DFW metro area? Yes, um 
I know one thing that you do to remain competitive there. You picked the best damn digital marketing partner you could ask for. Of course. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of him, the company's called Rhino Strategic Solutions. I just heard about him the other day. <laughs> Seemed pretty good. Seemed pretty sharp. Yeah, yeah uh, just because I'm not smart doesn't mean I don't have common sense. <laughs> That's good. You got that yeah. street sense, man. That's, That's right. what it is. He's that got is a little bit of grit. Necessary. That's <laughs> grit. Gator got some of that in him, too. Um, but I got to know because it's such a competitive market and like, um, you know, I'm always curious to know how you're going to compete when, when the, when the waves, you know, when we're riding the wave and the wave is high and, you know, um, Chad and I were in, uh, at the ACA conference and we were talking about a recession and Chad doesn't part, doesn't participate in, re- in recessions or unstable markets or any of that shit just blows right through it and stays competitive and stays the course, pays attention to things, but stays the course. And we have these conversations often in our little text message group just about how you know what are we all doing when a market's tough but like what are you doing to stay competitive down there i mean i don't know how well your brand equity is or isn't in dallas fort worth because i don't live there to see it um all i can tell is by your branded you know your branded search and your branded lead volume but like what are you doing down there to stay competitive or to keep going because like especially when it's hard you better hope your brand is on point you know, so what are you doing down there to just stay competitive? Yeah, I think the brands, you know, is a, I think it's a solid brand. I think just the name alone, everything we have is good. It sticks out. It's got personality. I think at the end of the day, it's just taking care of the the customer and building the team. That's that's what I do. Uh, you know, everybody knows if 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 we have a customer complaint, I mean, it's it's a fire drill. I mean, we got to get on top of that quick. So. I, that's all I can do is, is just, I just got to be better than the next guy. And we're not yet. We're not, we don't have all that figured out. I'm not saying we're that, that company, but that every day that's the grind. And, and, uh, the work's going to, you know, that that's ebbs and flows, right? I mean, you know, we can't buy every call we get, we got plenty of customers. I want to continue to grow. I got to keep providing opportunity for my guys. Uh, and, and that's, that's my responsibility is make sure these guys can see a future, see growth and all that and that's that's my focus so brand equity and all that i mean we that i mean we're good there it's just uh i just got to keep growing my business and and i i'm too stupid to worry about whether the market's taking a shit or not i'll I'll go with chad and just i don't participate you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know better that i'm all gas pedal too though i'm not i don't i don't worry about that you got the blinders on I guess. You have to have that shit on, man. Like that's what the that's what the one percent does. Like you just like you don't even think about the shit that can go wrong. I don't think about the things that can go, which by the way can be a fault. <laughs> but if you got somebody good who watches that shit for you, then you're yeah, you know, then you're all right. We're number driven. I mean, we are me not necessarily. I look at the numbers, but again, like you know, uh, I have people every day that dial in. You know, it's um, you know. It's every day is a every day's risk. Every day is a grind. Every day I'm learning something new. Uh, you know, I just I'm hungry, and uh, that's that's what I do. You know, I'm, I I'm scared of a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm scared to be on this podcast. You know, but I'm scared to get on a bull like you did. But when it comes to business, I just for whatever reason I have no fear there. I know enough to know that I need to make sure that we're making money. I know we need to be priced right. I know all the basics. Nextstar gave me all that. You know, everything else is just keep pushing. And that's that's what I show up every day and do. So jumping in, Brad, for you, like, so a question for you. Sure. Um, you have multiple businesses, right? And it sounds like keep opening these up. Do you, do you feel like the pressure of having those on you drives you? Is that like feeling that there's always this thing just like – backs against the wall all the time and like is that is that the is that part of a motivator for you because it feels like these new things kind of push you keep you alive so tell maybe tell us a little bit about is that is that something that you are aware of is that your personality or what i'm a hundred percent an underdog and and every day you know those challenges are what drives me so i'm just i'll start something to just prove somebody i can do it that's that's the way i do it like I said, I, I can't get on a bull, but I can damn sure start a business and I will do everything it takes to figure it out and make sure we cross the finish line. That's that's my job and that, that's what I enjoy. 
So when you think about your future, like business growth of like, let's call, talk about bacon and sure. then all your business, like, is there a benchmark number that you're driving towards? Is there a, uh, you say cross the line. Is there a line? Is there an end game for you? Or like, where, you, where, where is like the big vision for you? Where's this going? Well, I mean, it's, it's one of those to be determined things. I mean, again, I could put a number to it. I could say, I want to be a hundred. I mean, I want to be the biggest guy, you know, in the nation, but I mean, it, it's, the reality is, is it's going to take a whole lot of work and a whole lot of smart people to get behind me to do that. And I understand that, but uh, I think I have a, I think I have a brand that's a house that would, you know, work in any state, any anywhere. I think it's just catchy. Uh, I think everybody likes it. There's a whole lot of, you know, bacon eaters out there in the world. So I got that going for me. And uh, so, you know, I don't know that there's a number. I mean, there's so much going on right now with people trying to, you know, P groups trying to buy you. You got other guys, you know, becoming platform companies that are, which I love to see these plumbing companies come become platform companies and do it themselves. I think that that's something that I really have interest in. I have my two, my two sons and my daughter are in my business and uh, that's like the legacy for me. So I mean, I make enough money. You know, I broke kid and making money like I'm making now. I mean, I would have never expected that. That's, you know, I never would have thought that was in the cards for me. So it's there. I'm comfortable. I just have to make sure I leave something for my family. And that's it. So that's what, that's the only thing that I know today is, is the end game. Oh, legacy. Legacy. Yes. So you mentioned your uh, kids and I, get to work with my dad and my brother every day. Like what, what, um, as you being a dad, what, what do you look at or what do you focus on as they're in the business? And I'm I'm sure there's probably a lot of listeners, family businesses, different stuff like that. Like how do you look at your role as allowing them the space to make decisions or make mistakes and, and fix those? Like how do you view that, uh, from your role as kind of a dad and the owner of a company? Yeah. So, uh, the big thing it's, it, it's, it's kind of, it grows with the company, right? So first it was, I wanted to make sure they had work ethic. That was like the first step. So we we got past that. They're all great kids. They all grind. I mean, I I couldn't ask for a harder working group of kids. Then now it's like, Hey, you've got, I got to push them to push themselves to be, you know, business people. Cause that's, you know, again, they, they, all became they came into the trades they, they they're not called you know college educated one of them is but uh you know they're all in different stages right and they're kind of and they, they get in comfort zones and get locked in and you got to push them to get outside of that because at the end of the game you got to advance you got to advance you got to keep growing so you know that's that's a big focus of mine and uh, I let them fall on their face a lot and I just uh we 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 work through it uh they understand every one of them understand what, you know, what I want and what I expect. I've set, I've set the expectation for sure. Everybody knows that. Uh, and, and they understand that. And so, you know, once I establish the work ethic, you know, all the other stuff kind of just falls in place. So now I'm just, just guiding them through and, and pushing them to get out of, you know, that one of them runs my sewer department. The other one, ran our general service department and I wanted to make sure they knew how to make money and, you know, meet their KPIs and work with their techs and get those guys to follow them. Now I've taken my oldest and pushed him up into ops. So, you know, and and my, my other one who's a little younger, you know, he's still in that service manager level, but eventually I'm going to push him up. So I'm just there guiding them and uh, getting them. I would love to, to develop, I would love to, to see my kids become great operators because they're starting early. You know, I started late, so they just have they have so much opportunity. I don't even know that they know, but you know, I, I'm trying to set them up. Yeah, that's so powerful. I mean, you know, the one thing I always say about when people ask a, you know, ask me like, "What's it work working in family business and all of this stuff?" and I always say the number one thing is my dad you know, was there, but stayed out of our way to let us make mistakes. And to me, it was that, that, you know, gave us the confidence to try new things, to join Nexstar, to, you know, 
start a new trade, all of that thing, because it always came back to he believed in what we were doing and how we were doing it and was there. Obviously, he was going to help us or you know, do that, but just letting us do that. So I think you're definitely on the right path there. That sounds sounds awesome, and, and what an opportunity they have. I do, yeah, for sure. You, uh, <clears throat> well, Chad's dad, Pete, is a, a great dude. <laughs> Love that guy. Pete is awesome. And Chad's got little Pete, too, son. <laughs> Um, I love that. Like my kids want nothing to do with this business. My daughter's worked for the company for like, well, five years. That's how long she went to college, made her pay for half her apartment. I paid for the other half, but she wants nothing to do with it. It's weird. My business is significantly different than yours. Like, I don't know what the hell my company looks like in five years with AI. And you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, but what I love about what you've done and you guys can see them starting to open up a little bit and like get a little bit more, you know, in, in depth. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, and um, and telling the story and the things that he's done, and you can tell where the passion's coming from, things like that, and you get to pass on like some of the things that took you longer to learn to your kids, but also to probably you know your your team as well. And you've got this passion for leadership. It sounds like that you don't even maybe you don't even recognize that you have uh, in you because you you're bringing people down to do trainings and shit. You know, from you know I, I was hearing people talking about, hey, have you ever went down to Bacon and done any training? Do you guys know that he has. Yeah, I, I get emails from from his team that says bacon training service system or something going on. Yeah, what I what's see. that about? What are you yeah. doing now? What are you training? Everything. Everything I learned. I mean, I literally took I've never been a CSR. I mean, I guess I was a CSR when I was in the van. You know, and I was taking all the calls, so I was a CSR. Uh, I'm training everything, man. I, I the the end of the day, you know, I they were talking about at the meeting, you know, an academy, you know, and I was like I get so hung up on buzzwords like describe academy. I mean, you don't have to have an academy. You can, I mean, I train people in a truck, you know what I mean? I, I, I started out in the truck. You, you can teach them. You're, you're in an academy all day. Business is an academy of training people, right? Like that's what, that's what we do all day. So I just bring in, you know, people that know how to coach and um, primarily next star trainings. I mean, that's what I do. I, I'm loyal to next star. Uh, I, I, I bring those in. I want them to at least learn the basics, and then uh, and and they all know that I'm investing in them. We have, we 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 do roughly. I mean, you know, I've I've got like eleven or twelve on for 2024 training. Next our trainings, we train five days a week. I have an in-house trainer. We train five days a week, one hour in the morning for technicians. We have leadership training in the afternoons for for our office staff. I mean, th- that's how I learned. Is was just taking the ride so everybody that comes to bacon's on the ride if you're not about it then, then you got to go i mean you can be you can I, you can come in here you you can have tattoos dreadlocks and all that as long as you're about learning and growth i'm about it i'm i'll, I'll take you for the ride and that's what i look for in people you can overcomplicate the shit out of that and i've, I've heard so much shit that i'm just like okay whatever that's bunch of buzzwords but you know i just need hungry people that want to learn and, and i provide i provide that for them a place to you know to learn it yeah i heard a lot of people talking about like them you going down and doing the trainings and like the things they took away from it like that and i didn't even know you did any of that stuff yeah so so they do that we we do allow other companies to come in uh and and when you hear people it's been all week people have came over and said hey my guys yada 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 they all like they, they had a great experience coming to Bacon and training. Uh, to be totally transparent, that is my wife. My wife feeds them well. She takes care of them well. <laughs> Probably different than others. She she is the one that they're complimenting. And when I go home, I'm going to prop up Lori, and she's she's going to be so happy to hear that because that's when you hear that, and I, I know people were coming up as we were talking, that's what they're talking about. She literally, that hospitality is her thing. And and she's not in the business. She doesn't run the business. She just maintains all our, you know, all our trainings and and makes sure that everybody's fed well and eats good and all that. And she does a damn good job of that. That's what those pe- that's what the people that come in remember. Well, we took good care of her at Rhino X. She had a good time. No, she loves y'all. <laughs> she hey, you got Chad brings in people into uh, Top Tech, but zero skill, like nothing. I mean, are you doing the same thing, Aaron, or no? Like, I don't know which. 
So I'm just, it's, it, I'm just curious because like you, you bring in people that literally have zero skill and then like, and, and you've been doing it for a, a while now. Yeah, we'll, uh, so we'll bring in this year, we'll train 150 technicians from the ground up. Um, how many stick? How many, how many make it through? So we our graduation rate, which we don't want to be perfect, um, is around 85%. Um, so that's about how many. It's maybe even a touch too high. Um, we want to keep bringing that down so that we know that we're getting the best people through. Um, we're not always going to recruit the best people because you're taking a, you know, you're trying to assess somebody. They have no skill, right? So that, that's not part of the interview. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we bring them in. We take them through the training. Uh, we've got training in HVAC service, plumbing service, electrical service, and now HVAC install. Got it. AG? So uh, we're, we've done plumbing. We've had about 100 and I think maybe about 120 plumbers through our school program now. Uh, similar, like you said, uh, graduation rate, getting a truck. You know, there's kind of a fall off rate, right? As you do, just like you go yeah. to college or yep. whatever, right? Things happen. People stake a lot. Of, I had guys come in didn't even know how to swing a hammer, right? It's like never you swung a hammer. It's like wow, it's uh, interesting. But uh, it's been exciting to bring new people into the trades, and I do, I, I, you know, I agree with Brad. Like you know, you don't always need an academy. You just need a a place of learning and a culture of learning and a culture of mentoring people, and uh, you'll find your way there, right? Um, I think there's something to be said about, you know, building that school and they'll come kind of mentality, right? Um, so I, I think there's a lot of value and proposition that, uh, but I think uh, at the same time, you don't have to have that to be successful. And obviously, you know, you're proving that by just training, bringing people in and hiring the right people. And I mean, it's everything I hear from you is like talking about all the people that work for your kids, your family, uh, people. I mean, you do a really great job of like talking up the rest of the people and uh, that work for you and you can hear that in the tone, that's, but that's probably why you're so successful at what you're doing is that you just recognize all these people that work for you. I, I, you might not even recognize that in yourself. Maybe you do, but uh, it's just good leadership tone from you, man. So, it's, uh, And I love to see a, a plumber coming up in the trade, coming up, like I said, <laughs> from nowhere, right? But there. So it's good to hear, man. I, I don't know much about your story, but I'll tell you what, man, it's an impressive story and Appreciate awesome, that. man. Awesome to hear. I'm just trying to catch up to you guys. So. <laughs> Got about a quarter of a million dollars sitting in this room right now. It's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. I would say one thing, too, on the training. And I think Brad and I were talking about this last night, but I can't remember. I talked to quite a few people. But as it relates to training, I think he's done a fantastic job of really setting the culture as to be a learning organization. One of the things that I've learned that I would like to, to definitely share is – understanding that uh, there's a difference sometimes between training and education and looking for educators out there in the world, um, recruiting teachers, recruiting principals um, to help with the training. Uh, what we found is that these people can take, while they don't have the technical skill, you need some, if you're training the actual plumbing, plumbing stuff. Um, yeah, you're going to need some technical expertise, but for retention and they, they just learn quicker because they know truly how to educate people. Um, so if you're out there and, and looking to create a, a culture like Brad has, I think that one uh, step that I wish we would have made earlier was finding a professional educator um, because I have learned so much about teaching and adult education and all of these things that is easy to overlook um, but also going out and recruiting a teacher, like, hey, you don't have to listen to parents anymore or the kids or all the crap uh, that you guys put up with. Thank the Lord. Um, but uh, but they're, they're, uh, they can make a huge difference for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like you've done such – like I got to go see Chad's facility, the new facility was a couple weeks ago or whatever – and all the different training rooms that they have, like it's it's ridiculous. If y'all haven't seen it, you ever go do shop visits? If not, you gotta go check out these guys' place. I had one, but it, it got canceled. They had something come up. So, oh yeah. And then uh, today, ask for the VIP tour. That's the one you want. Well, that's what I want. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, these guys will take care of you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. You're welcome anytime. Yeah. Well, appreciate that. Thank you. <clears throat> well, listen, like, um, you know everything he's talking about in his business is who I viewed him as. And that's just, he's a good fucking dude, like just a good dude. And he's chill. He's laid back. You, you know, you start to see now just from some of the things he's sharing, like he's not, you know, he gets it. <laughs> he understands it. And, uh, and you're taking all those things and teaching it to others because you have a big heart. 
Um, and that's what helps with the big with culture is that you like legit care about the people. And if you don't fake that, which a lot of people do fake it, you know, like you, you know, it's about the money. I'm a big believer in reputation over revenue. And if, and if, if you hammer and focus on that reputation by taking care of the customers and taking care of your employees and all these things, you know, the revenue will follow. Like, and I'm a big believer in those things as well, but I love seeing guys like you win. You know, and I feel like I've got a really great circle of friends, like my close, like my close buddies, you know, my circle of influence and like these guys are, are in my circle of influence and they're all just genuinely good dudes, you know, and we all are just kind of good with putting on blinders and going and trying shit and motivating one another and, and finding that circle is so incredibly important for, for growth. And we're like all shapes and sizes. We got everywhere from Tommy, you know, and there down to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the bottom of the circle, which, by the way, that's where you want to you want to be. Uh, impressive group, for sure. But uh, I commend you, man, on on a on a job well done. And I know you're still going, and I know you've held out from this private equity play, and I know you've had shit thrown at you a lot. And um, I think what's interesting, you know, about this whole the whole PE thing is one, it, it really put a, a a big spotlight on the home services as a whole, which I think is going to be great long term for our business, or you know, trying to get more interest in it. Um, but the, uh, you know, you stood strong, like you haven't done anything with it, but once you also learn what you can do with that as a platform, like you're talking about, where it's still kind of your show to run with, but you're also playing with the, some of the house money as well. Like you could build a monster if you can maintain that, that culture and like create something really, really special down there. I mean, you think about guys that are his size that are still private. There's not, there's not that, that many, like. It's majority of people have it. So you got something like you got something really special there, man. I know that um, we have lots of conversations around these things, you know, just as in our, in our group, you know, some of our buddies, you know, are have, and I mean, I have a private equity partner, but it was a growth play for me. Like, you know, it was so I could keep going and get all the things that I'm not good at out of my way, but, and bring in smarter people to help me keep going. So um, I'll be curious to see, like, even when we see you next year, like where, you know, where you're at and what service you've added on since then. <laughs> Probably not more services, but hopefully I'm better at them. So. so what's next for you, dude? You just going to kind of keep your head down and keep grinding? Like what's, what's, what's 2024 look like for Brad Bacon? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready for BPW. I'm ready to set up, my, you know, do my budget. Uh, and then I'm going to go just January 1, I'm going to go out there and just be ready to wreck it. That's what I'm going to do, whether – the market's shitty or not, I'm just going to show up and you know go after it. That's, that's the plan. So, and I, the recipe is easy, man. It's just, it's just the grind. If you're willing to, do, you know, to do the work, all that other, I mean, I literally, I'm serious. I have a 10th grade education. I, I'm, I did not pay attention in class. I, I'm not smart. I, I have to count on my fingers, man, like, or use a calculator. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a simple recipe. It's just work ethic. And so I'm going to show up and I'm going to, I'm going to bring my work ethic and I'm going to just keep trying to build my team and do my thing. And, and, and I got to learn with, I would never, how could I sell my company if I never, if I, if I don't even understand how to talk to those guys. So I'm, I, you know, there's a lot I, growth plays great. I just don't even know how to speak with those guys yet. I'm not on that level. So I got to learn it. So, well, what's the best way for him to learn that, guys? Look, I, um, I think the, first off, the equity part has been great for the home service business, right? It's it's built it's built a lot of millionaires and it's built a lot of great businesses. But I also don't think it's necessary for every person to do, right? And uh, I think you got to do what's in your heart. And uh, you know, I think going out and talking to them, regardless of it's something just because you want to be educated, like you should talk to people. That's what that's what we did. Yep, we haven't done any platform deal ourselves. Uh, some other people have done them and there's great opportunity in them. I think it just comes down to like getting out there, having the conversations, educating yourself, uh, like anything, just like we did with Nextar. Like yeah. I'm a plumber by trade. I joined Nextar at like 3 million. Right. And, uh, and just got to work and took those practices and didn't just same thing here. It's just, how do they engineer money? What are they, what are they looking for? What's going on? Um, uh, you know, and, and just get out in front and do what you're doing right now. I mean, I think you've been pretty successful. Uh, I think you're pretty humble, uh, in general, it sounds like right here. And uh, I, I think you're, you know, you've done some amazing stuff. So I wouldn't keep it. It's good to count ourselves out. Cause I, I kind of operate the same way, right? A little yeah. bit like against the wall, uh, always feel like I'm the, the one out, but, uh, 
just getting a chance to sit here and, and see you and your mannerisms when you're talking and hear you speak. It's just, uh, there's a lot of good stuff happening here. And I think if you want a legacy for your family, then you should just do that. Like that's, if that's what makes you happy and makes your family and makes you go do that. If, if it's about building an equity group to you know, create other, you know, partners or wealth or some of your team in that, then do that. Right. I think it's, you just, you know, those decisions will come and you keep building a great business that will always be there for you, man. It just will always be there. Where, where are you at right now? Where's give, give our listeners who don't, who not, if somehow they've not heard you, where are you at in revenue? From your three million dollar next star, where are you at today? Well, well, we'll be over probably about sixty. We had we short budget too, right? Everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. says that this day, right? Yeah, we're all yeah, good for sure. We were going for seventy one. You heard me earlier this year <laughs> on the podcast. Yep. Uh, we had an acquisition uh, with that acquisition. We'll probably be falling right around that sixty sixty million this year, right? So, so regardless, uh, this still is an amazing story here. And thirty million, I was saying earlier, is like used to come in and be like somebody was twenty million. It's like, oh my god! And I'd like thirty million is an amazing, and that's not even your other businesses. So imagine <laughs> your other businesses you got some revenue going on here. Oh, so yeah. you're doing really well. Uh, can I just ask him one question? Absolutely. I don't know how much time we got yep. here. I, I've heard you say a couple of times like your you know tenth grade education and not mm-hmm. coming up with much and. Uh, you know, just trying to figure it out and place all these people in. Like, what what is the thing that you're most proud of to yourself? The kids. Right now. Like, what? Like from that 10th grade to that switch all the way through, is it just your your kids, it's seeing your kid, kids? Yeah, just seeing them become good kids. Are, I was, are, is it coming your kids back here? One of, yeah, my oldest. Okay. Trevor. All right. Oh, there's some people here. What's up, okay. Trevor? Yeah. I was just a fucked up kid. So uh, just seeing them kids not go the route I did was, it was a win. So the purpose for all this is really your kids. Pretty much, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I don't think my dad said the same thing. <laughs> you have a pretty cool dad, Trevor. For sure. <laughs> you got a pretty cool dad. Definitely. My dad did not say the same thing, so very fortunate place to be. You know, uh, you know one simple thing You know that everybody at this table has. Uh, when were you supposed to be here this week, Aaron? It's, today's Thursday. When were you supposed to be here? Tuesday. Why are you here on Thursday? Work yeah. schedule. You took care of shit. Like yep. we got work ethic at this table, yeah. right? I mean, Chad gets up and the like. I stay with Chad at the Cove, of course, down at the lake. And I get up. Chad's already beat me up and been looking at emails and doing shit before. Like as the sun's coming up, I'm like, bro, I get up, bro. He's already up and on his computer. We all have work ethic. We're willing to work work hard. And uh, I'll be damned if somebody says we can't do it. Yeah. You know, I mean. A bootstrapped our business together. Nobody gave me a thing. You know, I went to, I did go to college for almost four years and I got an associate's degree. You know how long it takes a normal person to get an associate's degree? Two years. Two years. In criminal justice, by the way. I was going to be a sheriff and then I got a DUI two weeks later. So I really know how to make my parents proud. But you know what? Shit worked out. But I grew up on a big ass farm, man. So we learned work ethic, you know, as, as a kid, learned that. So, uh, but that's one thing that, that can take anybody far. And that's where most fall short, right? Like you don't want to put in the work. You say it, you talk the big game, but then when it comes time to like put in the work and miss the shit, cause everybody else is going to do it. That's where you like the rubber meets the road on like, that's when you learn what kind of business person you're going to be. Uh, are you really going to do what you say you're going to do? Like one of the things I've said forever uh, is ambition without action is useless. Um, it's great. It's like when people go to these, you know, out here to these meetings, you, you took time, you got half, you got, you know, a bunch of your crew that's in here too. You got your son here. You know, you guys are out here we, we get to see each other and network a little bit, but hopefully you're taking something back. And if that's a relationship, great. If it's a tool and a new skill, great. If it's, you know, that you just came out here and tried to be around people and find you another circle. Great. But you got to do something with it. And this is where most fall short. And what I think is a blessing for you, and, and this is what was a blessing for me, is I just didn't think I could fail. Like, I believed in me and myself. And I thought, well, if I can just, I, I believe in myself, so I will get it done regardless. My biggest problem was I had to learn how to rely on others and delegate. You know, and that's very difficult because if, you know, you, like the, if they can't do it better than, than me, I'm just going to keep doing it. Really, that's awful. You can't scale like that. But we have work ethic, you know, and that's a big deal. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're small and you're sitting, you know, you're like literally listening to this and you're in your truck and it's just you and you're in that moment and then you're in this time of year where demand is, is low for you and you're feeling the pinch and you're trying to figure out what the fuck am I going to do? Like how my, you know, cash flow is tight. 
Um, guaranteed someone's listening right now with that pit in their stomach as I'm saying it. Um, work ethic will get you far. Keep grinding. The worst thing you can do is have a pity party and go home and cry about it is no, you figure things out. And if you can't figure it out, you have no reason to not reach out to anybody and ask for help. And where you're going and how you're doing it and the work ethic behind it, to me, that is the, that's your secret sauce. That's what makes you able to have different brands, to have different businesses and and you see them be successful is because of the culture that you're building. And in, in my experience, that is the number one thing. If you can build that culture, but then you build it around learning and working hard and doing the right things and taking care of people, well, like that's what to me is the one thing that I feel like people miss sometimes. It's like, ooh, I know all these things about business. It's like, that's great, but no one wants to work with you because you're an asshole. So stop doing that um, and just start caring about people. So, um, no, man, I, I uh, as Chris said, uh, definitely cheering for you and here to help out in any way I can. Um, love to get down to check out your place, too. Um, but I love going to different places and, and learning. And, and I heard there's a bourbon trail out. down there in Texas. Oh, uh, got to go down right. there. Yeah, help me in. <laughs> yeah, I'll close with the same thing, really. I or like you said, going to these events, getting out, doing stuff, and meeting new people. And, and uh, you know, yeah, I was tied up. We had some new VPs we just hired. And uh, so I was wanted to be there for them. Didn't want to miss a leadership meeting. It was important. Uh, my son goes to squad here at ASU, so I want to see him too. But then, so, but I got jammed up. But my point is on that is like coming out here, I'm glad I made the flight this morning to see my boys. And actually to also talk about new relationships is get to know you. I'm just sitting here listening to you, and it's exciting. Um you know, definitely uh, want you to win whatever I can do to help you out too. And uh, we, we got stuff we can learn from you. Obviously I could see the way you talk, the way you're handling. I got to figure out how to get in this meat business or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. I need, can you help a plumber out, man? Come on, come on. Help, can you help a plumber out? Yeah. I don't he's, know. We're probably in the chicken he, business or the corn business. Sends, stuff where I'm he sends in Ohio. thank yous with meat. I mean, meat, come right? on, come on, man. Like you got stuff to learn. And from then you. makes money off of makes it. Makes money off of it. So, uh, <laughs> Hey man, I just, congratulations on all your success. You. And, it's good to hear and love to hear this family story and how you're making that work, man. So um, I, was, I was glad to see you open up here. I know we were all sitting here a little bit, a little quiet, but you can see it building as you go. So this, uh, this is why everybody works for you. Appreciate you it. You can see it, man. Thank you. From LNS Mechanical to the Donna DFW. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, be honest. This was fucking easy. Come on. This easy. was pretty easy. I mean, Look, it worked out, but uh, like uh, everyone loves bacon. I'm sweating right now. So. <laughs> everyone loves bacon. Everyone loves bacon. Yeah, <laughs> it like only it. took us two tries to get that one. That was totally random. So well done. Um, listen, man, grateful to have your friendship. Grateful that you trust my business. You know, to help your business grow. It's 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 a it's a you know it's a great partnership. You know, we got to know each other, and it's fun for me to introduce you to you know to my guys too. You know, and and my boys and um and keep scaling and growing this thing together. But it's our listeners. Like what I love about the podcast is and this thing is, a, you know, you guys, we were talking about on the way out here or the way over here from uh, SWE is this things become, you know, uh, I hear everybody telling me their stories that they take away from the guests on the podcast. Someone's going to hear your story and it's going to save their business. That's the reality is like it's pretty powerful, right? It wasn't that you had all this great education. It's just that you were willing to fucking grind it out and you believed in you and you did it, you know? And, um, you know, like my, like my wife, Anna is definitely the low risk, uh, very methodical, you know, very logical thinker. Like I'm trying to buy a house at Sweetwater Lake where Chad's house is in Indiana and I live in Arizona. It makes zero logical <laughs> sense to do, but it sounds, but cool. I'm a salesman. And I'm going to sell her on it, and we're going and do a week to go look at houses. Is that why you're pitching it on here? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but <laughs> you're just willing to keep going, man. You know, and you got people that are that believe in you, that are backing you, man. So you got like all the right pieces in place to keep scaling this thing, man. And and it sounds like you know what's cool about this is a lot of times when people don't have like the like I'm not trying to shoot for 50 million or 80 million or whatever. They're just fucking grinding and going and doing the thing. You when you typically see the money start to follow those things. So, so to our listeners, listen, I'm sure like Brad, you know, will connect with you. I'm sure you'd be happy to connect with them. Right. Just sure. hit you up on what, like Brad at everyone loves bacon.com. Brad at everyone loves bacon.com. That's Brad at everyone loves bacon. 
Facebook.com. <laughs> Boys, I appreciate it. Did we have fun today? That was a blast. Uh, Bacon, did we have fun today? That was great. Man. Trevor, how'd your dad do? He crushed it, huh? He's a good dude. Brad, you did good, man. Thank you. This was fun. See, the bourbon made it. it. Once he got that glass down, it was like, it was go time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was go time. So, hey, I appreciate you guys taking time on here. We're a little bit over an hour. And listeners, hopefully you hung on long enough to hear all this story. I'm sure you did. But feel free to reach out to any of these guys. You know, I've had them on before. These guys are my friends. But these guys have big hearts. Everybody wants to help. But all you got to do is have a little bit of work ethic. A little bit of work ethic. Believe in yourself refuse to believe the narrative of unstable market or all that bullshit and just keep your fate, you know, your head down and keep trucking through because guess what? Even if demand's low, it's not gone. Somebody's going to take it. Why not be you? There's lots of ways to kind of go and, and get it. Even if call counts down, lots of ways. And if nothing else, your back's against the wall right now, reach out to these guys and ask them how to get out of it and how to help. And they will. So from LNS mechanical to the Dawn of DFW, <laughs> Mr. Brad Bacon. Well done, my friend. So, listeners, you don't got to do everything, but you got to do something. No zero days. <laughs> listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really Really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review. And be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.